The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Boom. This is episode 622, my friends. 622. And we are going to be... Yeah, why not plant a couple trees, get wolfy, and continue west to the far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. Let us arrange some of our inventories. We also, I see pigs over there, so I think we're gonna need more treats for Wolfie. He's already, he's already, uh, he's already letting me know his, his displeasure with the lack of treats. So let's come over here and do such a thing. Give him the old punch. Say the old punch. Then the old Wolfie. Kabam! Oh, that pig was dry. But yeah, this is episode 622 for your Tuesday, November 15th. 2016. Woof, indeed. We are whoop, we are continuing to raise money for Child's Play Charity over at Farlands or Bust.com. We are currently at $43,666.64. Not 66 cents. 64 cents. 72% of the way to our $60,000 goal. Raising money to help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, as we've been doing for over five years, and as we've raised over 370-ish thousand dollars for the cause. Your continued support is much appreciated, and is is much motivation for me to continue on, carry on. Whoops, missed the the jump, and uh, continue west here to the Far Lands. You know what, I think I did, last episode I mentioned that I might have accidentally slipped the F key. Beg pardon? <laughs> did you bleep it out? No, no, when you when you click F, that changes the fog distance. And we discovered... Well, maybe not, maybe that was the default. We discovered one one less from full is is kind of helpful. I thought maybe that was linked with the weird freezes, the game freezes we were getting at random intervals, but I don't think so, because those still happen at random intervals. But it makes me feel better just to have a little bit of fog, a little bit of fog on the horizon. But yeah, farlinesofbus.com, sorry, is where you want to keep going, keep donating uh, to Child's Play Charity. And when we do raise that $60,000, I'll press another key on my keyboard, the F3 key, which gives us, whoa, which gives us the uh, total distance walked from the center of the map. We don't know what that number is, and we haven't pressed since last season, the end of last season, the last time we met our goal, which was $50,000. So, farlandsabus.com, much appreciated, my friends. Much appreciated, indeed. But carrying on, how's everybody doing? Is everybody doing okay? How's everybody doing? I'm, I'm, I'm always very interested and concerned for the well-being of my Farlanders around the world, wherever you may be. Everybody, everybody doing okay? Drinking enough water? You got your, you got your support structures in place. People, people you can call, and talk to, have some face-to-face time. Yes, yes, social, social interaction. That's good, right, Wolfie? 
you're socially interacting with that sand, it would appear. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's continue on. I do have really just uh, questions to get to in this episode. For people who donated to Child's Play Charity, they ask questions in the comment box, and, and I answer them, much like for Far Lands of Bust Fridays, like we had last week. I answered uh, questions from people who donated on that Friday as a little bit of a a little bit of a motivator for the live stream portion of Far Lands or Bust. Of course, we had some very interesting questions uh, <laughs> along the lines of uh, my uh, my clothing choices. I didn't know that that would be such a shocking revelation. Revelation? Mm, revelation? Why not? Ooh, ooh. Um. I, I, I guess, I guess I'm weirder than I thought. Am I right or am I right? Uh, oh, I don't have a shovel anymore. Or an iron pickaxe. Is, are my tools, like, losing durability whilst I sleep? Is that something that happens? What's going on? I, I could swear they weren't that bad off, uh, previously, but I guess so. There we go. Don't mind if I do. Uh, do I have boats? I have boats. I'm good on the boats. Yeah, I did, I did not realize, I didn't realize at all that that the uh, the layering of clothes was a controversial topic indeed. But I'm glad I could humor everybody. <laughs> Let's see if some questions today lead us to being humored. This first one from Karita. Yeah, this one actually is a little bit horrifying. Uh, you once tweeted that you had a dream where your forearms were growing strips of cabbage and you had to keep tearing them out from under your skin. Yes, thank you for that memory. I had all but forgotten about it, and now I feel sick. <laughs> uh, I remember this because uh, my answer to this tweet was my first tweet ever. Uh, have you had any crazy, weird dreams lately? Do you usually remember your dreams? Well... <laughs> I usually try to forget those types of dreams until people bring them up again. But yeah, that was a really weird and one of those just disturbingly vivid dreams. The cabbage skin dreams. Ugh. Kind of unique, but along the same lines of your teeth shattering out, um, or like showing up to high school having not been in the high school in the past 20 whatever years and having a test or not remembering your uh, your 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 locker combination or where your locker even is or uh, oops you're 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 only in your underwear and not your uh, your boxers and briefs whoa whoa wolfie excuse me we are under attack what does this guy think he's all about what's up guy why don't you uh you know i think you should expire excuse me wolfie Boom! Headshot. Skeleton residue? I don't really need it. Alright, hold on. There's either a spawner down here or just... Was this a, a random... Probably from that dark area or something under these trees. Who's just a random dude? Oh, there's even other stuff right here too. Huh. Strange and unusual. Speaking of strange and unusual. Um... But yeah, I don't, uh... I've always wanted to, like, keep a dream journal, and then, you know, people say that that then helps you uh, have, you know, more, better sleep and more control of your dreams, and then you could lucid dream, and 
And, and dreams have been a frequent topic here on Far Lands of Bust. We've talked about such things as lucid dreaming, or these weird nightmares, or vivid memories that we have, or uh, a frequent topic has been the uh, um, sleep uh, paralysis we talked about quite a bit, and then I think more recently I mentioned the Alice in Wonderland syndrome sort of tie-in with that. But um, not really any crazy weird dreams lately. I do keep having dreams where I have long, like a lot of hair. <laughs> and perhaps those are just hopeful dreams. And then I'm sad when I wake up. But like, just like, all of a sudden, I have a, like, not, not like a normal, like, oh, you know, whatever part on the left, or, you know, have it, whatever, like, huge amounts of long hair um, that I never have possessed in my entire life. But that's, that's kind of weird, right? That's, uh, a little bit unusual. I'm not exactly sure where that comes from, uh, at all, <laughs> really. Um, but yeah, no, no, nothing, uh, nothing to write home with about. And yeah, since I don't take much or any time to write things down or ponder things, uh, dreams in the morning or anything like that, I guess I do fairly quickly forget, um, them, you know, the details of them or, or whatever. So, mm, I mean, yeah, I don't, I'm, yeah, no, nothing, uh, no amusing dreams. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but thank you so much for reminding me about the cabbage thing. That one was gross. That one was really gross. And I don't even... I can describe it for you, but I don't even want to do that, because it, it gives me the willies. It gives me the cabbages. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have a donation from Todd and Darkflight, who asks, What do you think the greatest invention of the past 100 years was? My answer would be the internet because of how much it has opened up the entire world to readily available instant information and communication. True, right, although you have to stop and wonder, like, how do you classify the internet as an invention? It's a... Yeah, I don't know. It, in and of itself, isn't the invention. I mean, sure, it was started by, like, what, Caltech or something like that back in the late 70s? Or whatever, but uh, but yeah, I don't. Uh, that that's a tough one. That's a tough uh, noodle to crack, uh, if that's a term that I can just invent right now. Um, I mean, you can go. Obviously, I'm a little bit more. Oh, I don't know. Uh, bias in this regard. Uh, let's go to sleep, and uh, I'll I'll let you know all about my biases. In the morning. And a biasnessness. Oh man. But uh my my interest in space flight, I would almost say space flight is the most important invention because of space flight and our ability to put satellites communication satellites into space, things like the internet, global communication, uh, are all possible, and these are all coming about as a direct result of 
space flight, crude space flight, uh, scientific space flight, deep space uh, exploration. Um, so that would, uh, you know, it, it's kind of uh, putting the cart before the horse there if you're talking about the internet, I suppose. Um, not essential for it, but certainly integral. Integral, I say, integral. Um, yeah, that's a that's that that is a tough question, my friends. That is a tough question. Of course, hundred years. So, like, when was the polio vaccine invented? That was, that was a pretty important one, I'd say. Uh, or, or just vaccines in general. Um, that though, you know, <laughs> stopping global plagues. Pretty important, pretty important, and perhaps saved a few people that later went on to invent such things as communication satellites or internet or whatever. So yeah, that's a that's one that I simply I, I, it's hard to grasp the scope of many things. I mean, people could probably even say international uh, flight, like airline travel, um, really shrunk in the past hundred years, in the past fifty years, shrunk the size of our planet and the availability to visit various places and people and, and how business is done. Whereas prior to it, you know, it's, uh, well, I'll see you in two months after my ship arrives. Uh, you know, it's, uh, um, yeah, it's it's really tough to uh, to really pin down one particular thing. And I guess that's kind of the the lesson to be learned is that it isn't. It's a system. It's a. It's a. It's a ecosystem of of various many different advances, technologies and whatnot that uh, led us to currently where we we may be and where we may be going. Indeed. But thank you very much for that donation to Child's Play Charity and that question. Torin Dark Flight. <laughs> A name that I cannot resist, but saying in a like very regal, medieval-style voice, I guess is what that one is I'm calling. That, that's what I'm calling it. It's the medieval voice. Stanko, Stanko donated to Child's Play Charity and asked, "What's your opinion on big tech companies?" I'm a computer. I'm a computer science student finishing my studies and was thinking of applying for a job at one of the big five. What are the big five? Google, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, uh... Uh... Oh, Facebook, probably? Is that what you're thinking? Um... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, from my standpoint, they seem like cold bureaucratic machinery that grinds people down. Do you think that startups are better suited for students after college? Well, not knowing computer science and job markets and the schooling or, or competition or anything like that, I'm not sure. I hear very many mixed things from the very many friends I have who have variously been employed or are employed or were employed by one of those big five, as you call them. Personally speaking, and something that I wish I knew out of college was to perhaps focus on and try 
entrepreneurship, self-employment. I'm not sure, again, how feasible that might be in your particular field. But I feel like, especially... Well, I'm, again, I'm biased on this as well. Uh, I'm, I'm currently self-employed, obviously. And uh, I personally could not see myself being employed uh, anymore, ever again. <laughs> Which which is uh, which is kind of a scary thing. <laughs> it's kind of a a, a strange uh, mindset that I'm in. That uh, I know perhaps there is limited time in what I'm doing. Uh, so to not feel like I have alternative options is a bit of a a bit of a worry point, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, I would really suggest trying that on for size right away. It's kind of when you're... and maybe not even just self-employment, just entrepreneurship, and maybe that's what you also mean by startups. I suppose right out of college is when you still are in contact with and know a lot of your classmates who may have similar skills and talents and interests that you can go into something together, uh, a venture, if you will. But... It's certainly, it, I, 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 it's certainly and probably and definitely more, more difficult, uh, especially when most colleges, at least the ones I came from, are all focused around the ultimate goal of getting a job, not necessarily creating a job for yourself, right? Uh, just, just the way certain curriculum are, are structured and, and just the language and the, the, the processes involved there. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I would, I mean, if you have an opportunity, and it seems like a great opportunity, I think it would really help if you had friends or colleagues already at one of these big companies. I feel like going in it alone would be quite daunting, and again, that's probably just me and my introversion and shyness, um, but that just, uh, you, you know, you could get caught up in the bureaucratic machinery, as you called it, um, if you're just going it alone and you don't have a... Again, that's a, that support structure I mentioned earlier in the episode, um, without a, a common interest there. But I... With, with, with warning, with warning, I would heed never to fully dedicate yourself or pledge your allegiance to any company you work for to whether it's one of the big ones or, or a smaller one. Uh, and again, pessimism on my part, having seen, like I said, many friends go through many things with big companies, small companies, whatever. Or even, I mean, this even extends, sure, as employees, but this even extends to as consumers. Don't pledge uh, allegiance. Don't, uh, don't, don't get, uh, you know, don't get... Uh, loyal. Don't... Yeah, here we go. That's the word I was looking for. Loyal. Don't be, you know, brand loyalty. Uh, obviously, it's what all the companies want, because they just... They, they got your money once. They want to continue getting your money. Um, brand loyalty, getting locked in, getting... Uh, just putting all your chips into one basket is a very dangerous thing, because as corporations, they don't care about you at all. And let me quantify that. The corporations do not care about you at all. There may be people within the corporation that care about you a lot or who want to see you succeed or want to give you opportunities, but the corporation itself, the company itself, 
cares not about you, the individual. Uh, it literally exists to make money. <laughs> and if it thinks it can make more money by giving you the boot, or screwing you over somehow, or underpaying you, or taking away benefits, or whatever, it will do that uh, at the, its earliest convenience. Regardless, and again, oh no, no, the, this place I work for would never do that. Oh no, this place has a great culture, it would never do that. <laughs> That's very much in their favor for you to continue thinking that. And same thing as a consumer. Oh, I'll only buy this type of car, uh, or I'll only buy this type of computer, or oh, I'll only buy this beer, or this uh, whatever. Uh, everything else stinks. Um, you're just a number, and that number is followed by a dollar sign to them, so, um, and, and they don't want you to look elsewhere or, or have competing ideas, you know, um, and, and that's, uh, you can just get, you can get into a lot of trouble, is what I'm saying. You can get, um, you can get screwed, <laughs> pretty much, um, by, by just being too blind to the possibilities and uh, and that's that's a shame, and and you see and hear stories about that all the time, um, and uh, you see stories in, in the alternate direction as well. But it's still just from my own personal experience. Um, make make sure you uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket, and that's why I'm personally happy that I'm able to. Leverage, I suppose, a buzzword I can use. Lingo. Uh, starting to do more live streams than YouTube because YouTube, sure, this great, amazing, you know, run by Google. You know, I own a Google phone, blah, blah, blah. Uh, company that allowed me to have this opportunity in what I'm doing now, but they've not been making me and many of my friends very happy lately, so hmm, let's see what Twitch is up to. But there's some Twitch stuff that makes me unhappy as well, and I, uh, you know, maybe they're, they're all right for now, and blah, 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 but, uh, you know, it's always, I, I hope for success with Beam. You know, Beam, not myself, but like the the... the the uh, platform, so there's like another option, just to have different options, and okay, maybe now I'm more dependent on Patreon, but I certainly uh, criticize and have, have some issues with that platform as well, just, um, yeah, and I know that's hard to do if you're just trying to find a job with an employer, but uh, yeah, just uh, just keep keep things available and open and options for yourself, so that other people and other corporations can't take those options away from you. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> cabbage arms, cabbage arms. Oh, 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 cabbage arms. All right. <laughs> that zombie is, is fire. There he goes. I was going to say, that's a fireproof zombie. He's coated in Teflon. Indeed. So on that happy note, let's continue on. Yeah, and I don't... I'm, I'm generally a bit pessimistic in regards to that stuff. Um, but I think it kind of pays to be. It really pays to be. You can... Holy moly, look at all these spiders. Five spiders. Count them. Five spiders. It really... Yeah, it just pays to have your options open, you know? Uh, and yeah, that's that's where I'll leave that, I suppose. Um, and, and having those 
alternate support structures. Support structures! There's a title of an episode for you. You know what I forgot to mention? It is episode 622, remember? We found this golden apple on episode 311. Mathematics would tell us that it took us 311 episodes to find the golden apple. Is it exactly another 311 episodes to find another golden apple? Is that the the likelihood? The chances, my friends? Is that why I'm taking particular time to see if this is a spawner down here? I don't think it's a spawner. I only hear one spider, honestly. And a skeleton. Alright, no, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. Changing my mind about that. Hmm? I really do hope we find a spawner so I can put my theory to the test. We tried to do some simple math. Because it's, what is it, 0.08 of a percent chance that a, uh, a dungeon chest will, will carry a golden apple in this version of the game. A reminder that apples don't exist in this game. Uh, so therefore you, you cannot craft a golden apple at all. So it's the rarest item in this version of the game, beta 173. And I did some rudimentary math, uh, keeping in mind that I did very poorly in math <laughs> in school. Um, and, and it, you know, I tried to figure out, okay, we maybe find a spawner once every four episodes, five episodes or something, so each spawner usually has two chests, and I did some rudimentary math and it came out to be something like th we should find one every 300 or so, uh, episodes. Um, but of course that also negates the way that actual statistics and chance works. Uh, we can find one two episodes in a row and then not find one for another 6,000 episodes or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, and, and certainly by the chance we do pass up quite a few spawners that could have golden apples in them that we simply don't see because we did, we're following our, Wolfie, there we are. We're following our, our rule of not searching, digging for spawners that we do not see. Uh, I can't remember when we come up with that. I think we came up with that when I heard something and I was digging to it and then the sand and all the gravel collapsed around us. It's part of the Far Lands of Us flashback called O-S-Word <laughs> and uh, exclamation point, pound sign, asterisk. <laughs> um, that might have been when we came up with the idea. Also, it takes a while. Look at that sideways heart. Look at it. This game loves us. Let's pledge our allegiance to the game of Minecraft. Oh, man. Uh, boop. It's telling us to go west. <laughs> okay, okay, heart tree, we'll go west. Or a fish? Is that a fish or a heart? Fish? Fish heart. Heartfish. Um, there's my compass. Ooh, that stuff. That stuff's in, in some pretty bad shape. Let's answer a question here from... I'm trying to find a little bit more of a light-hearted one. <laughs> we had a few heavy ones here. Let's answer one from Bradley in the UK. Have you ever participated in Reddit Secret Santa? Would you ever consider participating in the future? Um, no, and probably no, because I'm not big into the culture or even just the, the, the website 
of reddit.com. Uh, I don't feel like I particularly even know what is involved with the Reddit Secret Santa. I just know that every year somebody gets something from Bill Gates or something like that, and it's, like, kind of crazy. But, uh, probably not. I mean, I have participated. It might, like, kind of really the first Secret Santa I ever participated in was the Mindcrack Secret Santa last year. Right? That was a, that was a fun time, indeed. I still got a, dang it, I still got a Sethbling had me, and he got me a science kit, like a children's science kit. I still gotta, like, open that up. Perhaps that is something I can do on stream. Um, just to keep that in mind for a, like, creative sci science stream. But, uh, yeah, that's that's as close as, as I've come. And, and perhaps, perhaps we'll do something similar this year. I don't know, to be honest, but uh, perhaps... So that'd be pretty neat to look forward to. But yeah, thank you very much. Uh, who was that? That was Bradley. Thank you very much for that donation and question. Oop. No spawners, huh? Got half a day, a little bit less than half a day, to find a spawner to test our theory of the golden apple. The theory of the golden apple. Oops. I need a theory of a, of a boat. That's what I'm going to need right now. If I can't say so, and I do. Boop. Boop. Speaking of school and not being good at math, uh, Abraham asks, what were your study habits in school? Did you go to college? What did you study? Uh, I did go to college. A few colleges, actually. Um, studied... Art. <laughs> I wanted to be a graphic designer. Um, but ended up in, like, a fine arts degree curriculum. Uh, started out in graphic arts, which is kind of print, print arts, like presses, printing presses and CMYK and all that stuff. Um, but then I decided that was too technical. It was really valuable to learn all that stuff and then switch over to graphic design. And then I kind of flirted more with fine arts, digital fine arts, uh, that is to say audio design, uh, visual uh, art using computers as opposed to, you know, canvases or, or 3D sculpture or anything like that, although I did all that stuff as well as part of the fine arts curriculum. Uh, and then uh, a little bit after getting that degree, I took some classes in advertising, advertising. Ooh, ooh, this is a place we found, is it not? That's some lava over there, gotta be careful. Let's go down here. I like this valley. I like that. That's neat. Ooh, careful, Wolfie. Um, what were my study habits? Not good. To the point of I would... Late, late, unfortunately, in my college career, I discovered that I did a lot better if I didn't study. Like, before a test or a quiz or whatever is what I'm saying. Uh, certainly I excelled much better in, like, the liberal arts courses. You're, you know, writing in English and stuff. Did very well in those. Um, did very well in, um, art, art, obviously, and stuff like that. But when it came to stuff like math or, 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 um, history or, uh, took a geology class, which I, I found to be actually 
kind of unfortunate I didn't uh, expand into more classes with that. I just took it as an elective. Um, and uh, I, I found for that stuff, the teacher definitely helps, but in lectures, if I just take good notes in during lectures and during the classroom time, the simple act of taking the notes commits it, maybe not commits it, but puts it in my memory much me much better than any amount of going back home and, and quizzing myself or going over the index of the, 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 the book or reading the book again or the chapter or whatever. The simple act of just taking notes, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Maybe it is that visual, that kind of art side of me that, you know, when I create something, it, it tends to stick in my brain better than, than just regurgitating what somebody else had created or told me. Uh, but that that really worked out well. Doesn't work out too well with math, unfortunately. I did very poorly in math, uh, and and took only the lowest level I could get away with. Had to actually, when I got to college, had to take uh, a, a a reverse rudimentary math, because I only took the minimum level in in high school, uh, and was done with math by the time I was like in sophomore year or something like that. So I'd, it'd been in a couple of years since I'd taken a math class. Never never took uh, like the highest I did was was algebra. Never took a calculus or a triangulus or whatever the other <laughs> maths that are out there that people... It seems like everybody but me was forced to take. Uh, got away without doing any of that stuff. Uh, it's just it's one of those things that didn't click, probably because it wasn't... It wasn't a kind of a visual... Kind of, you know, kind of was, but wasn't really a visual medium. It's more of a theoretical and... Uh, fictional medium that really never, really never stuck to the ribs, but uh, but yeah, those were I, I'd say, I, like I said, unfortunately, I kind of figured that out a little bit late. Uh, I wish I knew that, and perhaps it wasn't the case through like high school, would have saved me a lot of trouble trying to hopelessly study for for tests or classes or quizzes or whatever exams. Hello, Wolfie. Uh, whoa, you're excited for something. Let's get you back outside. Whoa! Bouncy, bouncy boy. Uh, let's, uh, let's fill out the rest of the hidey hole here. So no spawner today. I guess the countdown is on, is when we're gonna see our next golden apple. It's probably not gonna be for a very, very long time. Or ever. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. That was Abraham for that question. Much appreciated, my friend. Secure the hidey hole. Let's place down our workbench. Make some bids. Make some bids. Remind everybody to go to farlandsrobust.com. Donate to Child's Play Charity. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, also, that uh, what I mentioned last week, Desert Bus is still ongoing. Uh, they're going to go for, like, I think the total is up to, like, 130-something hours now. They They continue the marathon based on how much... Kind of like Zeldathon works. Uh, there's different... Unlock another hour of, of the marathon or whatever for, for each, the donations or whatever. Uh, so they're going on for quite a while and been checking in on that. Uh, the Bat Astronomer, Phil Plate, was a guest this morning. So that was neat to watch. And uh, yeah, that all goes to Child's Play Charity as well. And, and I appreciate all the support for that and for this and for myself and, and the other and, 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 and the wolfies and, 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 and the children's and, and the flobs and the flobs. Indeed. Thank you so much for watching. 
My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. And then I'm sad when I wake up.